Agutior. How's everybody doing? That's okay. Agutior. Today is a double header. You're welcome to stay for two shiurim. You could stay for one. After the shear, we are going to cut the, the YouTube, not the Zoom, the Zoom could stay on, and then uh, start all over. I gave the shear already on Rosh Hashanah. It's all about the Yoimi. We gave a shear on Rosh Hashanah the first day. The second day is now. So the program is we're doing Daf Mem Beis first. And then after the shear on Mem Beis, because today's Daf Mem Beis, just like if somebody, somebody had a cash on that, it's like Tashlumen, you know? If you have to make up a Shemona Esrei, you first do Mayriv, and then you do Mincha. So we're first doing Daf Mem Beis, and then we're going to do Mem Aleph. Now, if you haven't done Mem Aleph, it's a fascinating Daf. Unbelievable Daf. It's really Kedai to be there. You were there for Mem Aleph, right? You were there yesterday? What? That's, that's the fascinating part, actually. Yeah, it's all about Rosh Hashanah. It's an amazing, amazing daf. But we're going to start with Mem Beis. Now, today's shir sponsored Lili Nishmas Imi Ruspas Mordechai and Lili Nishmas Ruspas Mordechai. That's it. Now, let's go back. The Refor Shleima of Alti Rechmiel Ben Yocheved. Big, a person who's a big tzaddik sponsors a lot of shiurim, Lurifu Asai. His father's on Zoom all the time. Now he's in America, but he's not on right now, but it's a tremendous uh, chesed. I just want to share with you, no emails today, share with you a nice nigla. Mamish a nice nigla. So in this room we had a minion for Rosh Hashanah, the two days. We only had 11 people. There was a family that was supposed to be part of it, and... Uh, their kid was exposed to, to COVID, so they had to be in quarantine, and uh, they bailed on us the last minute. So not only do we have to look for people to fill in the spots, but we also needed a Baltikea. So I told them I'm a Baltikea because 10 years ago, I once, how you doing, Rabbi? I once uh, blew Shoifer in the middle of Elul after Shachris, and I only made three mistakes. So I said, I'm about to care. I could do it. It's not a problem. So, but I don't have a shoifer, so I borrowed a shoifer on uh, Erev Hashana. And, uh, and then uh, we were talking about it, like after my Erev, and I said, yeah, I'm going to blow tomorrow. And the guy goes, uh, do you know how to blow? Said, yeah, 10 years ago. Oh, one of the guys is like, I don't think I could dive in here. And by the way, do you know Nishima Achas? I was like, what? What's Nishima Achas? He's like, you don't know the halachas? Like, oh, there's halachas also. Bekitzer, so I ran to Rabbi Pesson, Rosh Hashanah night. I go to Rabbi Pesson, he teaches me all the halachas, our regalachas, outside the door. And today I got here, come here, Yeshua, come here, come here. Because if I say this story, nobody's going to believe it. And uh, so, come here, come here a second. Come right over here. I'm going to ask you a question. This is not prepared. How many mistakes did I make today during Kiyos? None. That's the... <laughs> the the, the Makri made a mistake. He told me to, 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 to say a trua, to do a trua instead of a tequila, whatever. Zero mistake. That is what we call a nace, nigla. Nace, nigla. Not a single, I didn't have to go back on a single. 
Avi Mendelbaum is going like this. Oh my God, that baloney. It's impossible. Yeah, no, it's a Maisa Shoya. Nice nigla. It's during Corona because Baruch Hu gave us the other Shemaya. Now, my wife tells me afterwards, she goes, like, So all these years I had to go to Shul for no reason? You could just blow in the hell? Whatever. Okay, fine. She doesn't realize that it was because of the nace. The next year I'm not going to be able to blow. Fine. Zok the Hei Gemara. We're holding that from him. Aleph Amit Beis. A new sugya. Five lines from the bottom. Omar Rav Papa. Peiroi Shiyotsu Chutzlat Chum Vechazru. Believe it or not, all objects have a Tchum. So just like a human being can only go 2,000 Amas in every direction, so too his watermelon and his shoifer, whatever it is, can only go 2,000 Amas. Peresh, Yotzu Chutzlat Chum Vechazru. You busted the limit. You went out of the Tchum and then you brought it back in. So, by the way, all these charts, that's why I'm late. I apologize for being late tonight. All these charts, I don't know how many, like four or five of them, all from after Meyer of tonight. So I had to draw this and write this and all this stuff. So excuse if they're a little sloppy or whatever. Here's, this is where you are. This yellow line is the tchum. You bring, somebody brought the fruit over here. Loi mekaiman. Okay, let's get used to this. Loi mekaiman. It's not their place. Their place, this is mekaiman. This is where the, the fruit belongs, the, the object belongs, the chair, the shaifer, whatever is in here. Somebody took it out, passed the line. And then somebody brought it right back to where it started out from. What's the halacha? It's right where it started out from. Says Rapop an amazing halacha. Even if you took it out deliberately, you passed the line. You pass the dotted line and you brought it right back to where it came from. Pretend it never happened. You're a big Russia. You were over under the Rabbanon of Tchum, according to Rabbi Kiva, you over the Daraisa. You bring it back, nothing happened. My, what? No, no, you stopped. Why not? It was here. But you, it's not Kaina Shvisa. You can't be Kaina Makam. This is its Makam for Shabbos. This is where it was. Bena Shmashis, right over here. It doesn't matter how long it was here. It could be here six hours, then you brought it back. Now, my taima, anusim ninu. Now, we have to pretend that we learned this already in the shir, because we did. The Mishnah talks about if a guy lifts up a Jew, brings him out of the tchum, and brings him back. Or if his brain failed, he had a meltdown, a mental breakdown, and he finds himself outside of the tchum, and then he comes back in. It's not his fault, because he's mishug at the time. Not a problem. He could pretend nothing happened. So too, the fruit, the object, was taken balkarchai. The, the, the fruit doesn't have a das. Somebody did it without asking him permission and brought it right back in. Asked the Gemara. So we're going through a little bit of a, a back and forth here. So try to hold cup here. Eisver of Yosef Bar Shmael A question on Rapa. Again, Rapapa says, nothing happened. Even Bemezid, even the worst, the guy's bad. He did it on purpose. He could still carry his watermelon in any direction he wants in the city, 2,000 Amas. So as Rabbi Yosef Bar Shmael Rapapa, it says, Rabbi Nechemi, Rabbi Lezab, and Yaakov, Oymrim, La'oylam, Asurim, Ad, Shiyachzerulim, Koyman, Shoygigin. So, this is Bryce, uh, this is, 
the first saying, So there's two things that are said here. Number one, it has to be back in the Mekoyman. Mekoyman meaning the initial spot that it left. You see in blue, Mekoyman. Two conditions. It has to be Mekoyman, the initial spot, and Shogigin. What does Rav Papa say? Mazed. Even if you bring it back on purpose, Bemazed, I could still carry it. Over here, they say, Tanoim, not Rav Papa's in Amoira. He can't argue with them. He doesn't have the power to argue with Rav Nechemia, Rav Lazar, and Yaakov. The two Tanoim say, you can't move anything until it's Mekoyman back over there and Shoigig. Certainly not past the dotted line. And even if you bring it back to the city, it has to be Beshoigig, not Bemazed. And Rav Papa said Bemazed. Says the Gemara. I could be medayik, only be shayig, not be mezid. Says Gemara, well, if I can find a tana that holds like Rapapa, then I'm good. If fruit go outside of the tchum, right over here, in this area, it doesn't say it went back yet, if it was by mistake, let's say somebody else took it out, whatever happened, it rolled over there, you could eat it. Top of Membezim Adalif. Reb Nechemya Oimer. Now, who's Reb Nechemya? Remember, Reb Nechemya is the same person from this. Reb Nechemya of Rebbe Yaakov. It's the same Manda Omar. Reb Nechemya Oimer. Well, only if it returns to its original spot. Bimkoiman. Right over here. It has to come back. It went, it has to come back. Then you could eat it. Now, was it Shagig or Mazed? Which one? My Bimkoiman, Bimkoiman, If you're going to tell me that it happened deliberately, Vaktari Behed, you can't tell me that he's saying that if it came back, Bemazid, I'm allowed to use it. Look, it says Mefurish. Reb Nechemia says, Shaygig. It can't be Bemazid. Oh. So now I have to say that this new Brysa, this new, where is it? Interesting. Maybe I didn't print it. Okay. Better like that, I think. Maybe not. Okay, I forgot to print something. Baruch Hashem. So, So you have to say, that when it says in the second statement, that Rabbi Nechemi says that if it has to be back in its original spot, it can't be B'mezid, because he said Mefurish in the beginning, it can't be B'mezid. So it has to be B'mezid. And I have to stick in a few words. This, this is how this goes. If the Peres went out past this dotted line, right over and it stays over here. If it was B'shoigig, you could eat it according to Tanakama, B'mezid, if it was deliberate, you can eat it. And that's because it's in the red. See, past this dotted line is not where it originated from. 
But if it goes back, if it went back, then you could eat it b'meizid. And that so now Reb Nechemi comes and he adds and he says, I'm, I argue and it has to be B'Shoigig, even if it came all the way back. Well, obviously if it was over here, no. But if it comes back, then it has to be Shoigig only. And the Tanakhama says, Mezid, oh. So now what? And what does the Tanakhama say? Tanakhama says, Let's stop there. What does Tanakhama say? That if it comes back to the city, Who does that go according to? Beautiful. This is a riot to a papa. This is a Tana, arguing with Nehemiah, and he says, if it went and came back, b'meizid yeyachlo. So I have somebody to corroborate with Reb Papa to say that even if it comes back, if it comes back, even b'meizid, I'm allowed to eat it. The guy was over, doesn't matter. It's an original place, you can eat it. And on that Reb Nechemi says, no, you can't eat it, it has to be b'shoigig. Okay, but at least Reb Papa has somebody to rely on. So now when the Gemara says, loy, that's bad for us, bad news for Reb Papa. Perhaps no. Perhaps if it comes back, don't worry about it. It's going to get easier, the sugya. If it comes all the way back, everybody's going to say that it's usur if it's bemazed. Everybody's going to, in other words, Papa doesn't have somebody to, to rely on. And then the, the question remains, where did Papa get his idea from? We're going to go away from this. We're eventually, we're going to go away. We're going to go back to the original step, which is in one minute. If you go back to the original spot right over here, you go and come back. Everybody agrees if you did it on purpose, you cannot eat it. You cannot move it. And therefore, Rapap is in fact the tsaris. He has nobody to rely on. And the whole machloikis is over here, past the dotted line out of its place, if he did it by accident. If it happened by accident, go and brought it over here. Could you eat the food? Can you move the food? Tanakhama says, yes. Tanakhama says, since it's not in its spot, it's osir. Says the Gemara, oh, wait a minute. <clears throat> so right now, we have, a, we have a big cash from our papa. Where did he get a sheet from? That b'meizid, b'meizid, back over here, it's okay. In the second b'risa, the top of Membeiz Amadalf, both Reb Nechemi and Reb Lezer say, Number one, Limkoyman has to come back to its spot. And Shogigin, it says two things. You need two conditions, right? Just so we understand. There's two things going on here. First of all, there is Mikoymai, the original spot. And there is Shoigig. As we're going to see soon, Tanakama holds. One of these is enough. So if it's in Mekoymai, even B'meizid, I could move it. And if it's B'shoigig, even if it's Shaloi B'mekoymai, I can move it. And Reb Nechemi says, I need the combination of these two things together. 
I need it to be in its original place, and I need it to be a shaygig. But if it's not in its original place, and it's not a shaygig, no. So in other words, even if it came back to the original place, but it was bemazed, no good according to Rib Nechemi. I need both conditions. According to Tanakama, one of the two conditions is okay, but the Gemara proves it. Why? Because Rebbe Lezim Yaakov says you need two things. You need you need the original spot, and you need shaygig in two things. Why does it even mention the word shaygig here? If the whole argument is only whether or not to bring it, whether or not it's in its original place or not in its original place, so it shouldn't even mention the word shaygigim. Shaygigim b'meizid loy miklal the Tanakama sova b'meizid nami shari. So the bottom line is that the Tanakama holds that just shaygig alone, even loy b'mekoyman. So if this object got here by mistake, not deliberately. The Tanakama holds, you could use it right there. You can, you can move 2,000 amas, you can eat it, you can do whatever you want. Because all you need is either shaygig or makam. And if it goes back over here, even b'meizid it would be okay. Who holds like that? Rav Papa. Rav Papa says once it comes all the way back to the original spot, you pretend it never happened, even if it got there deliberately and the guy was over, so Rav Papa has Rav Bisaymachan. We have the Tanakama that says exactly what Rav Papa said. Again, Rav Papa said, coming back b'meizid, if it came back b'meizid, it's okay. It was like the Tanakama, because look, the Tanakama says, mikaymai. all I need is the place. I don't, I don't need mikaymai and shaygeg. Mikaymai and meizid is enough. Shaygeg and not mikaymai is also enough. Shaygeg out of its place is also enough. One of these two things is enough according to the Tanakama. So Rav Papa is fine. All right, great. Yishma, coming out of uh, Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has a lot of koiches now. He's trying to get me used to the fast, I guess. He's just, you know, weaning me off the water. He gave me a half a cup. All right, listen. Water's is... <clears throat> Yeshua. Yeshua did a phenomenal job. Setting up the mechitza, the whole thing. All right. Zogdigim Omar Rav Nachman holding in the middle of the page. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Okay, as long as you're not giving me toilet water, we're good. He said he didn't want to give me toilet water, and the only water available was uh, there's nothing left. Okay. Omar Nachman Shmuel. Hoyo Mahalech Venu Yedei Tchum Shabbos. A guy's walking has no idea what the Tchum is. What does he do? He doesn't have a measuring tape. How could he measure four thousand feet? It's a lot of feet to measure. How do you have, how do you do it? Says the Your typical stride, one step, is considered an ama. So, if you are in a brach, you don't know where your tchum is, and you need to go, and you know that you have two thousand amas, you take, you count two thousand steps. Are you allowed to count amas on Shabbos? Are you, allowed to, are you allowed to measure on Shabbos? No. Isn't this measuring? Are you allowed to, you know, like people take their foot and they go, oh, my foot is about a foot. My shoe is about a foot. So they go one, two, and they, they measure a room. You allowed to do that on Shabbos? No. So why is he allowed to measure, why is he measuring 2,000 amas? Anybody? Pshat? Something? Laibi? No? It's not exactly, so it doesn't matter, but he thinks it is. The Gemara says it's basically an amma. 
It's not a shoe, it's a, a step. So the answer is, the Ritva says, because he's measuring, the only time you're allowed to do a tchum is Ledvar Mitzvah, so he's measuring a medida of Mitzvah. Okay. V'zui tchum Shabbos. So now you know what to do. If you get stuck, you measure 2,000 Amis with your feet. A guy, he took up residence in an open field. Huh? I'm back. The small temporary. Okay. A crazy story. A guy is in a field. Come to Gaim. They want to play like a practical joke on him. It actually reminds me. I just, I just, I just. I was saying, oh, I don't have any mices to say. But as Chatoi said, a thing. A guy. Imagine this. You go. You know those portable bathrooms. A guy goes into a portable bathroom. I saw this on a, one of those things. I forgot what it's called. Like those, you know, like those guys. The the screens. When I was younger, a guy goes into a portable bathroom, one of those green portable bathrooms. He does his thing there. He comes out. He opens the door, and there's a long, long conference table, and there's 30 executives around the table. There's TVs and everything, and he doesn't know what happened. Like what? He he thinks he lo- he lost his mind. What happened was when he went to the bathroom, they sat down a table. Right, hundreds of people came. They sat down these tables and the TVs and the screens, and there's 30 executives sitting around, and he just happened to walk. He he went right back into the bathroom. He didn't know what to do. He goes back in, then he comes out, he peeks. Like, what just, that's what happened over here, Lamaisa. Something like that. He's sitting in, a, in the middle of the field. He's open field. He's minding his business. And he gets up, and there's a, there's a thing all the way around him, like a fence. Like, why? So they, it's a practical joke. They, they basically surrounded him with mechitzas. So what do you do? Now, it's better for him, right? Because they just made it a Rosh Hashayachid. Could you make Mechitzas on Shabbos? We learned Mephorosh a few times. You can make Mechitzas on Shabbos. Bein b'meizid, bein b'shoigeg, bein this, right? You're allowed to make a Mechitza. If somebody makes a Mechitza b'meizid on Shabbos, it's, it's considered a Mechitza, it's, it's a Rosh Hashayachid. What doesn't change, though, is the Tchum. The Tchum he can't change. His Tchum remains where it is. He only has 2,000 Amas. But he could carry. Until now, he wasn't able to carry. He's in the middle of an open field. But now he could carry within his tchum. Says the Gemara, He can walk 2,000 Amma. Here. Oh, Matzi Shabbos, excuse the beautiful art here. This is actually taken, a little bit of it is taken from the uh, art scroll. So this red dot is the middle of the field. That's where this guy is at. He's in the red dot. And he has 2,000 amas in every direction. Everything is great. The goyim come, and they make a blue fence all the way around him. So all this becomes the Rosh Hashayachet. So now he's allowed to carry within the 2,000 amas where before he was not allowed to carry because he's in the middle of the field. And he's also allowed to take a football and chuck it over here into the, this area where he's not allowed to go. His 2,000 amas end at the, at the red line. But because it's within a Rosh Hashayachet, so he's allowed to throw a ball or throw an object into this, into this area. He can't walk there, but he can throw it there. Yeah? Understood? Kiva, you got it? 
Ooh, did you learn this sugi before? <laughs> Very good. He's asking a good cash. We're going to see it in the Gemara in a second. Akiva wants to know if there's a chashash that you're going to run after the ball and get it. We had things like that before. You see, he's holding cup. He's holding cup and shas. When are you going to finish shas? How old are you going to be when you finish shas? 18 years old when he finishes shas. Unbelievable. Ah, nachas. His father's here finally. Cover Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, every day. Till next Rosh Hashanah. All right. You can throw the ball any way you want. Now, let me ask you a question. This is a very, very important question. If just for this question, it's Kedai Tabir. How could he throw a ball from here to here when his ball, we said, we started off the, the sugya that the ball is like a person. A ball also has 2,000 amas. So if he cannot walk past this red line, how could his ball walk past the red line? Huh? How could the ball go past the red line? The ball has a shvis also, it has a tchum. A ball could only go 2,000 amas this way. If it's a watermelon, we said it only goes 2,000 amas. And if a guy, a whole sugya, a guy took it, put it over here, could you bring it back? You can't roll it out of the tchum. The answer is that it's not his, it's not his ball. You have to say it's not his ball. It's to understand the sugya. The, the ball has a different tchum. The ball's tchum is this way. So therefore he threw it into the guy's tchum. That's okay. But if it was his ball, it's, it's very important to remember. Your chafetzim, your, your kalim cannot go further than, than yourself. Wherever you go, that's where they go. Says Rav nothing changes, zero. The fact that they built a fence doesn't give you any leniency whatsoever. What does he say? He was able to go 2,000 amas before the fence went up. How much could he carry? Arba amos. Zero. Everybody gets arba amos. You can carry four amas in Rosh Hashanah. You carry four amas is nothing. Four amas is just, so for kids, you got nothing. Zero. Big fat zero from this blue fence all around. Zero. Ask the Gemara. Why, why, why can't you just throw it? What's the big deal? Because he's concerned that if he throws it, then he's going to come over here to the area he's not allowed to. Oh. So now what just happens, very interesting. Beautiful thing happens here. If I cannot throw a ball over here because I might come to grab it, then this area becomes usher to me. Midrabanan, the zigzera that I might come to carry. And then Mela, what's the halacha? When there's an open area to your area that's Asr, then your area becomes Asr to carry in. That's the halacha. Anytime you have a wide open area that's completely Asr, and why is this area Asr? Only because of Xerid Rabbanon, that if I throw it there, I'm going to come retrieve it. So Mela, this whole area becomes Asr as well, because this is open to here. Says the Gemara of it, but in the, in the 2,000 area, let him carry. 
Because it's considered as if you have a wide open, this whole area, this whole spot over here is completely awesome for you to carry, and it's open to this area. Therefore, this whole area also becomes Asr. We had it a few times. You had it like a, one example that comes to mind. You have a, a Chatzar or whatever, big place, and that you planted seeds over there, and you can now let it walk there. And because you're not allowed to walk there, you're not allowed to walk in the whole place. But kids are open area is a problem. Chir Barav Omar, Mahalach Alpayim Amo. Comes another Shita, Chir Barav. Mahalach Alpayim Amo, Metalto Baalpayim Amo. Ooh. Big problem. He says he could walk over here and he could carry over here. Now, he cannot throw over here. So what's the problem? If you can't throw over here, we just said if you cannot access this area and this area is open to this area, then the whole thing should become awesome. That's what the Gemara asks. Keman, the loikarav nachman or the loikarav huna. This whole area should be awesome. If you could throw a ball over here, I understand. Then everything is mutter to you, so it's open. But if you cannot throw anything, any object into this area, this area becomes asr. And because this area is asr, then the whole thing should become asr. You says the Gemara, you're 100% right. Ema metatl ba'arba. Not metatl ba'alpayim. I just took away 1,996 amas from you. I thought it's 2,000. No, you only get four. Yachayanad ravuna. So what is he adding to Ravuna? You're right. He doesn't add anything to Ravuna. It's Ravuna and Ravchia Baraf say the exact same thing that you get four Amas, you cannot carry over here, and you cannot throw over here. Only Rav Nachman and Ravuna. Look, Tifilalei the Shmuel. Rav Nachman, who said over from Shmuel's Shita, says, You're not allowed to argue. I have proof to my Rebbe. The Sanyakavah say, and now we're going to be turning Rabboisai. I already said it on Rosh Hashanah, but we have a brand, brand new sponsors. We're turning to that from Beis, and Beis, sponsored by my, Mark Steinberg. The schus of a shidduch for his son, Yitzchuk Pesach Ben Meir Yosef. What would happen if he gets engaged this month, huh? Well, the sponsorship will go up to $20,000, my friends. You better dive and he doesn't get, uh, well, get engaged the day after. What? <laughs> 20,000 is too much? I'm not telling it shouldn't work. It should work the following day. No, I don't, I, I don't want people to, to have to pay $20,000. It's going to work. Shidduch for Yitzchok Pesach ben Meir Yosef. And for Anonymous, by Anonymous, Hatzloch in Yiddishkeit, Schus for his family to be Torah Yidin. All right, now we're turning. The Tanya Gebel say, the Sanyo. Hoya moided uba. Interesting case. A guy is measuring his tchum. Right? He measures. Either he, he's measuring his steps with the measuring tape. Uba vekalsam ear. So his tchum started outside of the city. He's walking through the city. Poof. And his 2,000 amas are up. Now, believe it or not, he doesn't get the whole city as a freebie. His tchum stops wherever it stops. As a matter of fact, let's say he stops in this shul, in this base medrash, and by the, he, could, he has to stop by this table. He cannot even go to another table, even though he's indoors. His tchum stops. Okay, 
So, you're allowed to carry in the whole city, but it just says, He's not allowed to pass, let's just, uh, for argument's sake, ignore the football guy. Maybe not. The, he walked, he got this 2,000 amas. This is it, right over here. He cannot pass, go, but he's allowed to carry there? If he can't pass the lines, how can he carry? Oh, what's the pshat? We already know the pshat. What? Throw it. We're talking about throwing. Very good. You have to say he's throwing it. It says you can't walk there. So you can't even walk. Of course, of course he can't carry. So it means he threw it. So you see a raya to Shmuel that you let to throw into this area. Uh, two girsas in Rashi. Let's go with the, with the girsa that says here. Thais brings it. What's going on here is that he's not throwing this direction. Rather, he's pulling something from here into here. He's pulling it. What do you gain by pulling? That there's no chashash. You're going to go run after it. The whole problem is you're going to run, run after it. There's no problem. Ah, unbelievable. 86 people on Zoom. Close to 10 people over here. Matzei Rosh Hashanah. 25 on YouTube. 25 on YouTube. Unbelievable. <laughs> he says there's a lot of dishes that need to get done. That's why everybody's on Zoom. And they're all, everybody's going to stay for the, second, for the second chair as well because of that. I'm sorry, I got to go. It's till 11 o'clock, sweetie. So it's no, no dishes tonight. He's, he is measuring, measuring, and he gets stuck. His 2,000 amas ends up in the middle of a, of a chatzar. We can use this picture, why not? He could only go, we're talking about walking now, he could only walk up to this line. And he cannot go in here. Pshita. Of course, he can, I mean, his, his tchum ends here. So what's the half a minute that he could walk here? The chiddush is that he could even walk over here. I would think he shouldn't be able to walk here because it's open to here. He could. That's also not a chiddush. I would think that he could carry everywhere. Now, Taisa says, why is it actually different? It should be usher. And he gives two tirutzim over here. Okay. He was his friend, so he was able to call him Huna instead of Rav Huna. Oh. Hold on a second. Maybe I did have it. Also from uh, the Heritage Foundation, Art Scroll Heritage Foundation. So he is walking, and he's walking this way towards, you see this wall, this wide open wall. He's walking and he hits the blue line. The blue line is his tchum. Could he go into the room? No, he can't go into the room. But what he could do is, Ravuna, who says, you're not allowed to throw, in this case, in this case, Ravuna says, you can't throw past the red line. But this house, he could throw into the house. He's allowed to throw into the house. Why? Letatal means again, to throw. He himself cannot go past the, red, the blue line, so of course he can't carry in there. It means he's allowed to throw it in there. My time, huh? 
this is a beautiful sign. This shows me, hey, stop. This is like a, it's a Tzur Pesach, you see? He'll realize not to run after his ball. The whole, Akiva said before, the problem is you're going to throw the ball, you're going to chase it. No, not if there's a wall, not if there's an opening. So I, I can throw it into the, into the house. He says. That's what Akiva says. Chayvetis sounds like that a little bit. I don't think that means it here. I also thought that in the beginning when I, when I read it. Chayvetis. But it gives you a little bit. We're not talking about a, a mechitza for the inside. We're talking about a, a hecker for you from the outside. Are we geyser? Are you, that you're going to, in this case, What's the, what's, the, what's the problem? If I throw it over here, you might come and grab it. So that's why Chalais Tanoim do have to be concerned. If the, if the Goyim, they pick you up, they put you in another city, in a snoo, Bedir, or Besahar. We could use the pictures from Dafmim Aleph if we want to. Here's a deer. A deer, not a deer like a venison, but a deer. Basically, you put a fence around your field. And the animals, they do their business here and they fertilize your field. And then you just pick up the, the field and you move it over. That's a deer. And a sahar is the same exact thing, just it's permanent. That's why you'll see this, this one has grass. Still has grass, it's nice and everything. And this one is just a mess. Because that's where the animals live permanently. So, if there's a deer of a sahar, they put you in this deer of a sahar. What's beautiful about this deer and sahar... <coughs> That has a fence all the way around. It's like a Rosh Hashanah. So they pick you up unwilling. They decide to punish a Jew and put him into a, a farm on Shabbos. He's in Rosh Hashanah. It's all his now. are of the opinion that in order to be able to walk everywhere, you have to be there before Shabbos. As Shabbos goes in, you can't just come into a new place and say, oh, I own this whole Roshul Sayyachid. So, unfortunately for him, it's a terrible story what happened. The guy picked him up and brought him there, or his own brain, he went mental and he went there. But he only gets four Amas. So it's two steps over here. We're talking about Xeris here. So if you're in an enclosed area, a barn, a deer, and a sar, we're not geyser that perhaps you're going to come to walk further in an open field. And if that's the case, and if we're not geyser, one, one type of walking in an enclosed area, for another type of walking in an open area, geyser, and therefore, we're not going to be geyser throwing a ball into another area because you might come to get it. You see that with geyser, in this case, Sigmar so makes some sort of comparison. If I'm not geyser, if I say you're allowed to walk in an enclosed barn, why? Because I'm not going to say you might, in a different tomorrow, the guy's going to pick him up and put him in an open field. And he might walk in the open field. No. One thing, has no, there's no connection. Uh, if there's no connection over there, says the Gemara, then there shouldn't be a connection. Uh, if, I could, if I could carry, if I could throw a ball, he might also run after it. No. You see that we're not going over here, we're not going over here. The Gemara is going to ask, but what's the connection? They're very different stories. 
Rabbi Shuvah and Rabbi Kiva, the Oymrim, ain't loyal arba amos. Rabbi Shuvah and Rabbi Kiva that say you only have four amos in the enclosed barn. The Gazer, he looked the Sarot, he looked the Bika. Why? Because perhaps they say that we are Gazer. We have to make Zeris over here. Once you make Zeris, and you say that you should never be able to walk, even in an enclosed area. The guy might take you next time to an open area. So therefore, I'm Gazer in all areas. And if we're going to compare an open area to a barn, there'll be geyser also that in this case of throwing the ball past the red line, you're also also, you can't, you can't, you can't carry anywhere because you might go get the ball. He says, Gemara, what's the connection? You know why they made, there's no connection between, they said there's no reason to be geyser a barn to say this also to walk in an enclosed barn because you might come to walk in an open area. The two very different places. If I allow you to walk in an enclosed barn, where is that guy? This place, you see, hey, there's walls everywhere. That's why they let me walk here. Why would I make a mistake and confuse it with a wide open desert? There's no reason to be. Aval, tiltulatulhiloch. But in this case, maybe I should be geyser. Why? Because it's one enclosed area, and if I allow you to throw the ball here, you'll come to walk and get it. You're not going to be able to distinguish between throwing and walking and carrying. That you'll mix up. So there's no comparison. Maybe we do have to be geyser. You'll come to retrieve the ball. And let's look at it the other way. Oh, who said we're even talking about Xeris over here? When do you say that entire house, entire, or let's say this guy? If a guy picks you up and puts you smack in the middle of this, when do I say that you could go anywhere you want, no matter how big it is, it's considered one house? This is halacha, nothing to do with Xeris. Rabbi said, you have to be here before Shabbos starts. And if they pick you up and they force you in here, you don't get that right to, to carry in the entire area because you weren't, you weren't here during Benesh Mashas. Nothing to do with Xeris. I'm not chayshish, it's not pshat. The reason why I can't carry here is because maybe they'll put you in an open desert. And in an open desert, you'll carry. No! It's because there's a halacha that says you have to be here before Shabbos. Oh, so if the halacha tells me I have to be here before Shabbos, how could I learn from there a gzeira of throwing a ball? They're not connected. If you're telling me that this is a gzeira, and you want to compare this gzeira to the throwing the ball gzeira, you might come to retrieve the ball. Okay, we're not really talking about a gzeira over here. We're talking about halacha. You have to be in a place before Shabbos. Nothing to do with, I was geyser because of a desert. Okay, new sugya. Now we're going to be done in two, three minutes. I don't have a clock here. I have no idea what time it is. Anybody? Oh, it's behind me. Shkoyach. All right. Omarav. Comes Rav and says that Allah is like Gamliel. We didn't learn about a Sfina. We're going to learn about it. Well, uh, hopefully everybody learned over Rosh Hashanah and they did learn about it. 
But that looks like that if I'm on a boat, here is the picture. If I'm on a ship, I get to go in the entire ship according to Rim Gamliel. The entire ship is my domain. And Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shua are in a little box. They made themselves a box. They're in a four ama box. That's it. Similar to what we just had a second ago. Dear Vasar, the barn on the grass or on the mud. Rabbi Kiva gives you a box. He says, four amas. Rabbi Gamliel says, go in the entire thing. So Rabbi Kitzer says, Rav, Halach is like Rabbi Gamliel. You go everywhere, wherever you want. Whether it's a, a ship, whether it's a barn, a permanent barn, or a temporary barn. I'm calling it a barn. Just L'Saber Saizen. Ushmul Amar, Hilchasok Rabbi Gamliel Bisfino. Shmuel says, I argue on my contemporary Rav, and Allah is like Rim Gamliel in a ship. In other words, I agree to Rav that Allah is like Rim Gamliel in a ship. I don't agree with Rav, Bedir, Ava Bedir Vesar Loi. Bekula Alma Mias Allah Rim Gamliel Besvina. Everybody agrees that you have the entire ship. My time, Omar Abba. And this was a very interesting argument. The, the, the Gemara is actually going to talk about it tomorrow, but think about it. We discussed this on Rosh Hashanah, the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Gemara is going to talk about it a little bit. It's a very, very interesting shaila. If you're on a bus, let's say you're on a plane. Good job. You're on a plane. On Shabbos. Plane is flying over Europe. It's going 600 miles an hour over Europe. It's busting the four Ramas that you have in the Tchum every second. Are you allowed to walk on the plane? Are you allowed to walk? As you're walking, you're walking over Germany, and then you're walking over England. Are you allowed to? It's a good shaila. It's, it's flying over. Maybe you have to sit in your seat. It's doing it for you, but how, how do you know you're allowed to walk? Because physically, if, if, if I slow this down and I look at you, what are you doing? You're walking, Dalit, Amos, you're walking outside of the Tchum, right over Germany. Yeah, it's 30,000 feet up in the air, still you're walking over Germany. You're going from city to city, you walk, maybe you're not allowed to. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Shiloh here in the Gemara. Says Rabbo, no. What I'm looking at is the walls of the boat. I don't care about the boat is going over water, not over water, this country, that country. At the end of the day, you're on a boat. This is your city. That's it. These walls. And you are kind of shvisa within these walls. Says Reb every time you pick up your foot, to move, the boat already took you out four amas. It's moving you. So every second, you're kind of new four amas. You have a new area that you are, that, is, that becomes your four amas, so to speak, because the boat is constantly moving you four amas over the water. A new four amas every two seconds. Every second that you move, every step that you make, this boat is moving you more than four amas out of your thing. So you're constantly being kind of another four amas, another four amas. My benayu, and what's the difference between the two shitas? If it's the walls or the svara that the boat is moving you, what if there are no walls? Rabbi says that the walls, you're kind of these walls, but if it doesn't have walls, it doesn't have walls. You were kind of shvisa in this boat, boat A. During Shabbos, he jumped over to another boat, boat B. You never kind of shvisa in that boat. Now, Benesh Moshe, you have to be kind of shviz. According to Rebzeira, that you're constantly moving, so you, 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 you always get a new four amas, so if you jump boat, 
right? If you jump over from both the boats, they do it in the army. That's how they fill up the, the, the aircraft carrier. It keeps on moving, and then the boat comes right next to it, and they, they put a chain from boat to boat, and they go from thing. I don't know if human beings do it, but I know the schayra goes bad. The missiles and the fuel from boat to boat. As it's going, you know, 30 miles, 60 miles an hour, whatever they do over there, 30 knots. So I jump boat, according to Rabbi Zerah, it would be fine because I'm constantly moving and I was never kind of Shvisa. But according to Rabbi, who says it's the walls that you're kind of, but once you go to another boat, you're not kind of those walls. Rabbi Zerah, my time, and why does Rabbi Zerah not say like Rabbi? The walls of a ship are not walls to fence you in and not allow predators to come in and get novim. It's not to allow water in. That's a different type of wall. It's not a wall of a mechitza. Rabboisai, have a wonderful year. Have a great year. Have a great evening.